Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Hello everyone, you're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. Happy Wednesday, August 5th. It's finally August, we've made it to August. I haven't been here in a few days, so last time I was here was July. <laughs> but anyways, happy Wednesday to everybody. Today I'm joined by Alicia, what looks like Angel, I'm not sure, fried rice? Kind of interesting, maybe that's his favorite food. Is that what we're making Anthony try? In our next, uh, the Anthony series mukbang food he doesn't eat. I know Anthony will be joining us in just a few, but we're ready for another spectacular show here on the youth. We'll talk about all things, including the coronavirus, of course. We have some interesting news, some new developments in a vaccine. But before we get into that, we will, of course, go through our COVID-19 rundown, which we do each and every show at the beginning, right at the beginning to kick things off. We have our global case number. At 18.4 million cases around the world, we're seeing a surpassing death toll of 701,000 deaths and over 11 million recoveries. In the United States, a little bit closer to home, we're seeing a confirmed total of 4.85 million cases with 159,000 deaths and 2.4 million recovered patients. So, you know, I mentioned another vaccine showing promise. We're seeing how doctors and scientists are you know, doing their best to try and come up with a vaccine, develop a vaccine that will help control the spread of the coronavirus and allow us to return to some sort of a normalcy. But we're seeing now this new vaccine called Novavax is showing encouraging results in these two preliminary studies. This just came out yesterday. We're seeing that one of these studies in which volunteers showed a very high level of antibody production without any dangerous side effects. And we're seeing in the other study the vaccine did strongly protect the monkeys, which they tested this on monkeys, from infection. So while we are seeing some other vaccine candidates that are farther ahead in clinical trials, we're seeing them already tested on patients that already have COVID to help, you know, ease their symptoms and whatnot. Novavax stands out from all of these vaccines because it is a protein-based vaccine, which is it's the same vac. It's the same technology and the same sort of developments used as we see in the vaccine to help treat infections like shingles. So obviously, this is it's nice to see that there's some sort of developments coming along because it always seems like there's always bad things in the news and the cases are rising and it, there's a continual spread, but there's nothing to contain this spread. But now that we're finally hearing that the possible vaccine, the come of this new vaccine, is promising. A big question does come up, which is when this vaccine is finally developed and people are finally able to have this, the public is available to receive this vaccine, how will it be determined? Who will get this vaccine first? How will it be distributed? Honestly, I think this is like a great thing. Like this, like this finally a light, like a little shining light at the end of the tunnel. And I am, well, hopefully like it works and everything because like, that would be such a like it makes me happy like because the world just hasn't been the same lately and I feel like 2020 just like everything was just going down and this vaccine is actually one thing that I we can finally be happy about and hope that it like works and I don't know like who would they give it to first that's a good question like because I don't feel like everyone's gonna get it like you said um but yeah as I said I think this is a great thing and like this is one step closer to like the finish line. Uh, I mean, it's kind of good now to see that we're having a vaccine being made. They're showing uh, promising results, and it goes to show that you know hopefully the those who have passed away due to COVID nineteen, hopefully their deaths haven't been just in vain because it's thanks to them that we've actually gotten this far and that we realize, oh, it's not just a random little illness. It's actually something that's going to kill you. Uh, so, you know, it's something that we figured it's good. Or we figured it's bad. Uh, furthermore than that, you know, looking at it for, for who might get it first, if I had to take a guess, I'd say probably those right now who are in a, in a more critical condition than those who aren't in such a critical condition because those that are in a most critical and are probably at like a, a red alert type of point in their life 
it would make sense if they get the vaccine first because they're the ones who need it. Older people too, as commented by Alicia, uh, you know, they, they might also get it as well. So it's, it's good to see that now, uh, although it's been, what has it been like seven months, eight months since we've heard about coronavirus or COVID. Uh, so it's good to see now after a little less than a year there are vaccines coming out. There are different things that are showing a promising result just for the future and for how the people may be. Yeah, absolutely. And we know that the coronavirus is really attacking people with weak immune systems. We've seen a lot of older people suffer the brunt of the coronavirus. So they may be the first round of people that do get this vaccine to help prevent them, you know, from getting the coronavirus as bad as they get. And we've seen, like I said, a lot of older people have been passing away due to the coronavirus, but a lot of younger people are, you know, they do carry, they are carriers and they can spread the coronavirus a lot more than we've seen older people do so. And that's why schools really did close down in the first place. And now it's a matter of who will get this vaccine first. How will we decide who gets this vaccine first to help prevent this spread because in some cases while the younger people do carry the coronavirus and can spread it to older people the older people are the ones that are more susceptible and a lot more vulnerable to catching the coronavirus and getting a much more severe version of the coronavirus than people our age you know here in florida we saw the youngest person die from the coronavirus i believe she was a an eight-year-old girl who died from the coronavirus so clearly the coronavirus doesn't really care who you are and attacks anybody in this scenario which is why this is a huge issue now that once we do get this vaccine or perhaps several vaccines that can help, you know, curb side effects of the coronavirus or help prevent the spread of the coronavirus in general, how will we decide who gets this vaccine? How will it roll out? And, you know, will it allow us to really get back to that sort of normalcy that we were in before this entire outbreak? But when we come back here on the youth, we're going to talk about a place that definitely should wait until there's some sort of vaccines to pack their hallways this way a concerning image out of paulding county georgia has gone viral and a lot of people are going crazy over this image and how many people are in such a confined space you're listening to the youth here on slam radio series xm channel 145 we'll be right back hey look what i found a radio radio slam radio sirius xm channel 145 There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. Because I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. us. 
Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Hey, this is Ron Rivera. You're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. Whenever there's a problem, Round Adventure Bay, Ryder and his team of pups will come and save the day. So I'm learning something new as we come back here on the Youth Sam Radio Series XM Channel 145. That the Paw Patrol theme song is Anthony's theme song when he comes into the show. That's right. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Anthony. I'm glad you were able to figure out your computer technical difficulty. Yeah, Maybe I was you were just out on a Paw Patrol run section. because apparently that's your thing now. You know, it's crazy. You live with someone and you don't even know these things. <laughs> for this next segment we talked about last segment how we're seeing vaccines starting to roll out we're seeing some promising news coming from these vaccine trials and studies but this next segment a concerning image coming out of paulding county georgia which i think we won't be able to see this until there's some sort of a vaccine but clearly georgia Georgia's doing their own thing right now. They're kind of wilding out, I guess you could say. We're seeing school begin in a lot of counties across the United States. You guys start August 31st. We're seeing some other counties starting, if not already, starting in the next few days, next few weeks. But while a lot of students are returning to school virtually, doing remote learning, sticking to the way we finished off our school year, we're seeing some students back in the hallways of schools as if you know, coronavirus isn't existent. We're not seeing cases rising, that spread of the coronavirus. <clears throat> this picture has gone pretty viral. It's kind of scary the amount of students packed into this hallway in a school in Georgia. It looks just like pre-corona times. It looks like a busy day at SLAM when there's a lot of kids in a hallway and, you know, there's people pushing and, you know, those hallways can get packed, but this is a pretty big hallway pretty big school and this hallway is packed with kids there's no room to spread your arms out and while some students this is the part that really gets me while some students did have face masks on a lot of them did not because wearing face masks is optional so only if you desire to wear face masks to actually keep yourself safe you don't have to wear one and there was a lot of students walking that hallway without face masks on so clearly, you guys are staying virtual for the beginning of this school year. Until further notice, they're aiming for October 5th reopening right now. But this picture right now with Georgia, they're currently at 182,000 cases and over 3,000 deaths. We know that in Georgia, man mandatory masks, that's not kind of a thing over there. And clearly in schools, they're not making it a thing either. We've already seen some schools just last week have to shut down on day one 
because students have tested positive and they've had to make sure that these students quarantine for 14 weeks before returning back on campus. So clearly it's kind of crazy to see this picture, you know, at this time, say last year, seeing a picture like this would be normal because, you know, something that goes with coming back to school is packed hallways and, you know, getting the class late because there's too many people. But right now with everything going on, seeing a hallway this packed, especially with people not wearing masks, it's kind of concerning to see this many students in such a small hallway. Is that's a coronavirus petri dish right there. I mean, coronavirus is probably going insane in that school. I wouldn't doubt it. It's a little bit ignorant for schools to reopen when there's still cases, especially in a place like Georgia. Like I would understand in like a smaller state, like maybe like in Idaho or South Dakota or Missouri, like those Central American states that don't really have a lot of cases. But a place like Georgia, who not only has a lot of cases itself, has states around it, like Florida, that also have a lot of cases. So the southeast, I'm sorry, the southwest of America is, there's a lot of cases. So the fact that they're reopening schools in Georgia, which is one of the biggest hotspots of corona, I don't understand it. And if you were going to, you like you need to make face masks mandatory. There's no way you can do it and make it optional. I mean, that's not even just the worst thing about it, too. The other thing, too, is if you look at it, it's why would you even let them back onto campus in the first place? Like, you can understand it's understandable that uh, it, it's important for kids to learn, but to even begin to consider the idea of, hey, let's throw them back into the one place where we know they're going to get infected. You know, why, why would you do that? And I, I would, I'm not trying to criticize the so-called responsible adults in charge of running the world. I'm just saying, why the hell would you do it? It's not very, to add a bit of humor of this, it's not very cash money of you to do that. Uh, why would you do it? I mean, it's like saying, hey, let me push someone into the Amazon River that's full of piranhas that will eat your flesh off your bone in less than five minutes. They'll be fine. They'll just survive it. They can walk it off. No, they're not going to walk it off. They're probably going to die. So the fact that it would, they would even begin to consider throwing kids back into the one place where they would get infected, not a very, again, that's not very cash money of them. That's not very smart. Uh, furthermore than that, as Anthony pointed out, why would they just make it optional whether or not to wear a mask? That's, it shouldn't be optional. It should just be mandatory without uh, discussion or without arguing. And if a kid or a student or multiple students don't want to wear their mask, then make them go home or make them take their classes online. But regardless, don't just make it optional and let them be like, hey, you know what? I don't want to wear my mask because it suffocates me or I don't feel comfortable with it or I don't like my fashion with the mask. So I'm not going to wear it and I'm going to put everyone else at risk. You know, that's, that's just stupid. The fact that you would put everyone at risk just because you don't feel like wearing a mask, that makes no sense. I agree with um, both of you guys where, like, first of all, they shouldn't have open schools. And second of all, everyone should be wearing a mask if they did. But I've been watching people from Georgia, like their Instagram stories, Snapchat, stuff like that. I don't think they care about Corona anymore. They're like, I'm pretty sure clubs are open. Like they're partying. They do not care. Most of them, I barely see them with the mask on. I even see pregnant people in the club. So I don't even think they care that much so them opening schools is just another thing they don't care about but I feel like they're about to close it anyways because this corona case the corona cases will rise to them and it's like people like them they're the reason I'm still stuck home they need to stop honestly they need to stay in their house they're talking about how Florida is the worst state for corona this that the third I'm like no or not Georgia's definitely the worst in my opinion 
but yeah I think if like they said if they were going to open schools well since they did open schools everyone should be wearing a mask it does not matter like maybe the children are asymptomatic like they don't feel anything but whoever they're going home to can easily feel something like it's not safe but then at the same time whoever they're going home to don't doesn't really care if they're not making their child wear masks at school so it's honestly just weird to me and I'm glad here in like Miami-Dade County they didn't open school so that I could be like this because it's just it makes no sense to me and even here in Miami-Dade County even though schools aren't opening right now eventually when we get to that point it's not like oh students are just gonna run back to campus and act like nothing happened you know, it's going to be little by little. There's going to be shifts, I'm sure, where Alicia goes one day and Anthony goes the day after and you guys take turns going. And not every student's going to be back in school at the same time. It's going to take a while before students can just, you know, jump all back into campus. But here in Georgia, we're seeing it's like nobody's virtual at this point, which makes you wonder you know, what went into that decision-making? How did they just decide amidst everything going on and amidst cases still rising, there's still people getting infected. And especially like we talked about in the first segment that kids, young people are carriers and they can catch it at school, take it home and continue to infect it or vice versa. They can get it at home and take it to school. It'll just increase the spread a lot more. And what we just basically contained the last half of the school year and this entire summer is going to go out the window because we're seeing students go back to school in the snap of a finger. And especially if this is the plan for Paulding County and counties across the United States where they want students back in the classroom because they understand it's a lot more beneficial to the students and to learn virtually, at least make mass mandatory. Keep some sort of restrictions and guidelines where only certain amount of students can be in the hallways. You have to wear a mask at all times. And while it is a tough decision to make and a tough thing to abide by, you know, wearing masks, a lot of people get frustrated wearing the mask and stuff like that. It's something that's going to keep people safe and you won't see a packed hallway and get such a bad reputation like this school is now because of how packed this hallway is and the amount of students that are just hanging out without masks. I invite you to go on Twitter, to go on Instagram. This picture has gone viral and you can find it at any point. Look up Paulding County, Georgia, and you can find this picture because it's, it's once you see it, it's like, wow, this looks just like pre-corona times, first day of school before coronavirus even existed. And it just, you know, it's, it's concerning to see something like this amidst the times we're living in. You know, I can't get back to campus and college, which is a lot more people than a high school per se because of this and it's probably going to be a long time until I can actually step foot on campus and do my first semester on campus but it's a matter of staying safe and containing the spread and not be sorry in the long run when we come back here on the youth the world of entertainment we're seeing movies theaters shut down we don't know when they're going to be open next and this is it's a huge strain on a lot of these companies a lot of these just it's it's crazy to see the entertainment industry sort of going down when they were always flourishing. There's always new ideas, a lot of new movies all the time, but they're having to resort to different ways to continue amidst the situation. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. 
text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? You're not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Hey, this is your boyfriend, Gore, and you li you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. Ivania is joining us for this segment. It's like people keep dropping in during these segments. <laughs> we're going to talk about the world of entertainment. Obviously, due to the coronavirus, we're seeing a lot of changes. We're seeing a lot of things having to shift. We're seeing the Emmys going down virtually amidst the circumstances. Movie premieres getting canceled. Broadway being closed. But this news is a real sign of the times. The Radio City Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes, is being canceled for the first time since the show opened in 1933. And in addition, we're seeing the MSG parent lay off 350 people. So clearly, this, this is a real sign of the times because we always hear New York is, is known for the Radio City Rockettes. You see the show, the Christmas Spectacular, and it's a big deal in New York City, but now we're seeing this show canceled for the first time since 1933. They're laying off people, and this show goes down November, December, and that's ways, that's that's a little bit away, but, you know, this does bring up a question, which we've all wondered, and we continue to wonder, which is when will we finally be able to go to theaters and shows once again? We know Broadway's closed until September, but that's definitely subject to change if this is a scenario right now. We're seeing Movie theaters haven't even opened since March, and we probably won't see one open for a long time. We've seen drive-in movie theaters at the Hard Rock and across the United States. We're seeing all sorts of different ways to sort of continue this normalcy, but obviously we're not getting that normalcy in a movie theater for a very long time. 
I think it's very nerve-wracking to see. Like, I mean, it's just something that you expect to be there when you need it. It's like, you know, something that happens yearly, you know? And it's something that gets a lot of fame and a lot of viewers and has a lot of popularity surrounding its name. And I think it's just it's kind of scary to see that something like that got canceled, which is still a few months away. And it's, it's kind of like, well, what does that mean for our future? What does that mean for, um, for how things are going to go? Like, are we going to keep struggling with this pandemic until December? Are we going to keep struggling maybe even years? And I think it's just, it's scary to see that something that we're so used to and something that we thought would be away by now is still, you know, up and at them and still affecting our everyday lives. And to many, I mean, it's kind of weird that this is even a possibility and now it's a reality that a show like this would get canceled and movie theaters would be pretty much out of business because we all know that even if they open tomorrow, it's still going to take some time for them to regain revenue. It's not going to be easy for movie theaters to come back. And a lot of movie theater owners and people who work at movie theaters are struggling right now. As for the, the Music City Rockettes, like Idania said, that's something that you would expect to be there. But, I mean, now during these difficult times, it's just, it's unfortunate, but that's going to have to be the reality. I mean, personally speaking, I don't know if uh, Radio Road or what's it called? Amanda, correct me. What's it called? The Radio City Rockets. That 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 thing in my bobber. Uh, I don't know if it getting canceled is good or bad. I mean, I'm not surprised just for the fact that look at how many things didn't just get canceled for COVID or how many things haven't gone virtual due to COVID itself. So it's not too surprising, but I'm not sure if it's exactly bad either if it got canceled. It's just like, oh, just another one of those things. Just throw it on the, just throw it on the list of things that aren't going to happen in 2020 or to whenever uh, we're dealing with COVID. As for the unemployment rate just going up because of 350 people getting laid off, uh, they'll be fine. They can walk it off. Let's give them a bit of flex tape. They can fix it with that. Dang, I might I, ha- I might have to disagree with Angel. Like the they'll be fine. They could nah. That's sad. Like laying off that many people, like, especially in a job like that, that's sad. I would be sad. Like I like how do they pick who they lay off? Is it like the worst people? Cause it's just like how do you pick that? I'll feel I have if no I idea. Off, it makes you yeah. wonder. Like it makes you wonder who are they laying off? How are they deciding who to lay off? But it's a sign of the times because this is a show that brings in a lot of revenue, a lot of attention. A lot of people attend this show, but now because it's being canceled, apparently a lot of people are going to have to get laid off as a result. But you know, this isn't the only thing, the only industry that's suffering. We're seeing movies. They've been a lot of movies have been postponing their releases to next year or they're resorting to at-home releases and premieres. We saw Trolls do it. We've seen a bunch of other movies do it. Mulan, the live action for Mulan. We talked about it back in March when we saw the trailer release and everybody was excited. Everybody was upset because there was no Mushu. But they've had to postpone it so much already that they just decided to move it to Disney+. Plus. So now you have to get a Disney Plus subscription. Of course, this does bring in more people to subscribe to Disney Plus and Disney, of course, being smart about their tactics. But now, rather than just postponing the movie release till next year, it's going to be on Disney Plus. And it's just, you know, it, it's something it's it's strange because it's going to be a very long time until we can finally step foot into a movie theater again. But once again, it just shows that what's going on right now is really affecting the entertainment industry. And we didn't think it was going to affect them in this manner. It's really going to be a sign of the times when we come back to movie theaters. I feel like I'm not saying when movie theaters reopen that, oh, COVID is over. That's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is when movie theaters reopen, it's going to kind of be a sign that maybe normal life is coming back. I don't want to speak too soon. I'm going to knock on wood on there. But uh, I hope that movie theaters can open soon because that would probably mean that the COVID cases are decreasing and we're coming to the beginning of the end of the pandemic and the beginning of a normal life again. I mean, I think it's a really harsh reality to face to that we might not be able to have that movie theater experience for X amount of X more time. Like, it's just, I mean, I already have Disney Plus and I, from the beginning, I was like one of the only people on the youth that said I wasn't going to watch it because Mushu's Mushu and I don't really want to watch it without Mushu. So, I mean, I already have Disney Plus, so it's not like I'm going to the movie theater to pay and see it so I think I might watch it you guys hit me up if you want to watch it and don't have Disney plus um but I think strategically it's cool because there are a lot of people that wanted to watch Mulan and were expecting the live action and didn't have Disney plus so obviously how Amanda said they were really smart with their tactics because now they're going to get more revenue um that's the positive I guess the negative is just the fact that we really never know when movie theaters are going to open back up and it's really scary because movie theater I think is something we really take for granted because it's kind of like yeah you go every once in a while and I think now that we're in a pandemic it's kind of like wow like I haven't gone to a movie theater in so long and now I can't because of this pandemic I can't wait to go back to a movie theater I can't wait to have that experience to walk in and smell the probably artificial popcorn smell and like get your ticket and do the whole like thing and it's just the movie theater is a great experience and the fact that we don't know when we're gonna experience experience it again is really sad but I I agree with what Anthony said that when we begin to see movie theaters opening is probably when we're gonna see the beginning of the end I thought movie theaters were gonna like shut down forever no offense but um, I see that the Mulan, it's the um, Disney Plus fee on top of, like, you have to pay $30 on top of that to watch it or something. I don't know. I don't know if I'm wrong, but that's what I read. And if that is the case, I am not watching it. I don't think there's a point. Like, literally, it's going to be free one day, and I'm not going to waste my time paying $30 to watch Mulan. That's a waste of time. Anyways, but... I think what they're doing is a good idea. I think they need to do this with more movies. Not only like the Mulan, like a Disney movie. I think they need to do that with like everything else. Even though I don't think a lot of movies are coming out right now because they stopped a lot of filming stuff and stuff like that. But overall, like they need to put movie. I I know AMC has this thing like they email me every once in a while where I could like purchase a movie on their app and then I could watch it. But I think they should just do that with like every single movie. It's gonna it's gonna bring them some money. Absolutely. And once again, like you said, you kind of thought movie theaters were just going to shut down. And we're seeing a lot of movie theaters shut down as a result. The same where we're seeing people being laid off because there's no Radio City Christmas Spectacular. It's a big there's a big question mark in the entertainment industry right now. And aside from you know, movies and shows. We're also seeing concerts. Artists are really struggling. They're having to postpone entire tours until next year, late next year. And even still, if by then, which we're hoping by then, this will all be contained. But if by then they can't have concerts to the way that they want to or the way that we're used to having concerts, it's something where they'll have to continue to postpone these tours and it starts to affect these artists because you know, that's how an artist works. Their job is to create music, go on tour and perform this music live. And now with COVID, they're kind of just on pause now. We're seeing a lot of people release music, but they don't have anywhere to really perform this music. And there's only so many Zoom concerts and Instagram lives that you can do because they rely on that as a source of income. And even though, you know, we talk about how artists are loaded and have enough money to make it through this pandemic, it's still their livelihood and that's still their job where this is what they have to do. And same thing with movies and they've had to postpone a lot of actual filming of movies in general. So it just throws off this entire industry in general. And it's probably going to be a while until we can sort of see things normalized. but I genuinely would not be surprised if we start seeing a lot of movie theaters shutting down as a result, because 
like I said, drive-in movie theaters are really popular. We're seeing here in Miami, they're doing boat-in movie theaters where you drive in on your boat and you watch movies on this huge screen. You know, it's it's something where we're having to adjust to this. And it's it's just scary to think that because of this, we're not going to be able to sit in a movie theater again. We're not going to be able to, you know, do a lot of these things, you know, go to Broadway shows, go to plays and go to concerts because of the coronavirus and who knows when will be the next time that we get to do that but when we come back here on the youth for our final segment of today's show today's show went by really fast it seems to go by very fast and quickly when we talk and we get into our topics but it's another national day we'll see how many people actually eat this one because i feel like anthony isn't alone on an island in this scenario you're listening to the youth here on slam radio series xm channel 145 Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Aniga Manuela Pola too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on two Aniga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Two Aniga Manuela Pola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuala Pola. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuala Pola. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuala Pola. Tongue of Iloa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Reed is more than just a radio station but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth. On Series 6M 145 Slam Radio. back here on the youth slam radio series xm channel 145 for our final segment of today's show happy national oyster day who eats oysters here i'm interested in knowing who actually enjoys eating oysters here i see Frank and 
I think this is going to be my favorite segment of my whole entire life because I like oysters. Okay. All right. I indeed do not. Of course. But, I mean, we figured that you did not eat oysters. If you don't eat mac and cheese, I don't think you're going to be eating oysters anytime soon. Idania? Yes? You don't like mac and cheese? No, he does not like mac and cheese. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Santo. Um, I can't say I don't like oysters because I've never tried them. I definitely have refrained from trying them because of the way they look. It's just icky to me. I mean, I'm open to trying them, but no. My dad loves them, but mm-mm. I'm not a fan of fish food, to be quite honest. Like, seafood? Not it. Unless it's like pescado frito? Mm, it probably won't. I hate shrimp. I so okay all right interesting um I've never actually tried oyster it's something I'm interested in trying I've just been too scared to I guess because um that texture the the it's not a fan of what it looks like but I'm interested in trying it so I guess when things get normal Alicia and I have to go out and try oysters well I'll try the oysters she'll just enjoy them because she clearly loves oysters a lot um, I love everything. <laughs> all seafood. Like, seafood is the best thing ever That was to my me. next question. What is your favorite seafood oh. in that scenario if oysters are not your favorite? Mine are crab legs. Oh, right. crab is good. Crab is good. Crab, is good. crab and lobster is pretty fire. They're both crab is good. Fire. Lobster is good. I don't like shrimp. Do you guys like sushi? No. Sushi's good, so... Funny story, literally, the, our last day of school, um, I went to, out to eat sushi, and I tried raw sushi for the first time. And may I say, very interesting experience. Um, it's, it's all right, not bad. My favorite seafood, definitely lobster. I love lobster. Lobster is so good. And shrimp, for sure. Shrimp is fantastic. Crab is not bad. I can do crab. I can definitely do crab. But seafood... For me, seafood, honestly, I'll try anything. I'll try anything in general. But when it comes to seafood, I'll try it. I don't care what it is. I don't ask what it is. I just go, yeah, I'll, I'll try that. I'll have a piece of that. I'll, yeah, sure, I'll try it. The only thing, oysters is definitely what I've been the most scared of trying simply because of how it looks. It's kind of, It looks kind of scary, but that's a, a, a fence I have to jump over because if I could do raw fish, I could do oysters, I believe. I think I can, I think I can get over that hurdle. <laughs> I've only ever tried like three types of sushi so I say I don't like sushi but like I really really want to like sushi so I just I'm hoping that someday I'll find that sushi that I like some kind of sushi I feel like if you don't like oysters you're not gonna like raw sushi but I've raw never tried oysters okay well you when you try it, but raw, I like oysters and I hate raw sushi it's so nasty to me and I just every time I put it in my mouth it gets stuck to my teeth and I just have to spit it out I only eat cooked sushi I do not eat anything raw the thing is I can't like see oysters or like say anything about oysters without thinking about that one scene from the white chicks movie where they're on the date and he's like eating it all up and it's all weird I can't like that <laughs> That's all I can think about when I think about oysters. The fact that that's your your analogy, though. The fact that that's your comparison. Because he was eating oysters. They went out to a fancy restaurant and they were eating oysters. And that's just the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about oysters, to be honest. Dude, I've never had an oyster. I've seen oysters. Like, I've seen them cooked at a Chinese buffet. I've never had them. Just because I've never been bothered to grab an oyster and be like, you know what? Let me try this. It looks interesting. I'm never bothered. I, I usually go with uh, shrimp. I'll do crab. I don't think I've tried lobster. Uh, different kinds of fish I'll do. I'll do tilapia. I'll do salmon. I'll do just about any kind of fish you want me to try. Salmon is good. Which one? Salmon. Yeah. Yes, it is. Very good. Depends who cooks it. Have you guys tried crawfish? I don't no. think I have. I want to. I like that too. Uh-huh. I don't think I have. Maybe in some sort of sushi, because when it comes to sushi, I'm just like, yeah, I'll have that as long as it's it's cooked. I don't do raw sushi, but that day I tried raw sushi, and yeah, like Alicia said, it's it's not the funnest 
that's that's not a word though it's not the greatest experience very strange texture very strange taste but i mean you got to try things right and since it's oyster day i can't get any oysters right now but the next time i can get oysters i'll i'll try them out and we'll we'll record that experience so that we can all see we'll make anthony try them too since you know we're trying to get anthony to expand his um his palate we need to have a day where we just like all of us try new foods we haven't tried yeah we're gonna make it we're gonna start we're gonna like plan this band. out and we're gonna make this a segment on the youth where we prepare different dishes that anthony's never had before and we make him try them on national airwaves i think that's a good idea we can definitely plan it out it's like lunch with anthony and we'll hear what he has to say about mac and cheese what he has to say about french fries what he has to say about sushi what he has to say about all different kinds of food that we're going to anything make other than try. chicken nuggets anything other than chicken nuggets that's what we'll Man. call we'll, we'll, that's what we'll name the segment anything other than chicken nuggets which is perfect because that's all anthony eats you go to a restaurant nice food oh uh, yeah let me get some chicken nuggets let me get some chicken nuggets although lately i gotta give him props he's been doing a little bit hey better. Hey, hey hey i know n- neither of you have heard this story but michael vick professional nfl quarterback went to a fancy steakhouse with his owner you want to know what he ordered chicken fingers <laughs> that that we radiate we radiate the same energy he's yep. one of the most dominant nfl quarterbacks of all time we radiate, we radiate the same energy it's okay two different it's things okay. brother two different things it's okay to eat chicken fingers oh my anthony what are we gonna do with you he's gonna start growing feathers by his senior year because he's going to be that no he's afraid of chicken little he can't that still eats chicken tenders Dan, you attract what you're scared of, right? So he's going to become Chicken Little himself. <laughs> Absolutely. But happy National Oyster Day to everybody. Hey, Amanda, do you hear that? I do hear that, Idania. You know, Idania's never done that before. Idania's never been the one to let me know that we have neared the end of our show here today. Thank you for another wonderful show here on The Youth. We'll see you here tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Junior. You're listening to The Youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. The views and opinions expressed on The Youth are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.